G'day patrons, paisans of the Conditional Release Program. We're doing a true crime bonus episode for patron users only. And my intention was to write up an episode in relation to Roger Rogerson, a sort of extension of the interview I did with Richard Feidler at the ABC some weeks ago. There's more to that story than I had time to tell, and I wanted to share that with you. But in the meantime, there have been some really substantial moves, progress in discovering just exactly what happened to William Tyrrell, the three-year-old boy who disappeared on 12th of September 2014 at his grandmother's home, um, or his foster grandmother's home in Benaroom Drive in uh, the small mid-north coast town of Kendall. In New South Wales, it really is a very significant uh, event that's that's occurred today on the sixteenth of of November, and I wanted to talk about it. I think this case is going to be uh, one of the biggest trials and media stories around it. Of course, it already has attracted enormous attention. There have been sixty minutes programs. Channel Seven Sunrise, sorry, Channel Seven Sunday Show has done it, and uh, and there've been you know quite a few podcasts around. Lots of red herrings. Uh, lots of fingers being pointed. It would seem now in the wrong direction. And I wanted to talk about those things today. What we do know is that uh, the official line, at least, is that on 12th of September 2014, William Tyrrell, uh, who was playing in the yard of his foster grandmother's house with his biological sister, disappeared at around about 10.30 in the morning. Uh, That's when his foster mother, she can't be named, his foster mother... Uh, first said that she identified that he had basically disappeared or she couldn't find him. The last thing that she heard him say though, uh, was a roar of a tiger, a childlike roar of a tiger, and uh, he was playing tigers in his Spider-Man suit uh, with his sister, and that was the last sound that she heard from uh, from the boy, and that was at 10.30. At 10.51, police were called and a little more than 20 minutes later, they attended the scene. And then at two o'clock later in that day, uh, homicide squad investigators uh, came from Sydney and began their investigation. Obviously, there was grave concern for the boy. Where his uh, foster grandmother lived was uh, on the edge of deep bush and uh, a search uh, was conducted over many, many days with hundreds of volunteers and police and SES uh, personnel and so forth. Cadaverous smelling dogs or blood smelling dogs were used as well. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But no sign uh, was found of, of uh, William Tyrrell. He simply disappeared. And there have been a number of podcasts and so forth referring to the child who just became, it just vanished, vanished into thin air. We're getting a better handle on things uh, as of the 16th of November, 2021, some seven years plus since he disappeared. And it came from what was, uh, what, what I describe as an emphatic message from the Chief Commissioner of New South Wales Police, Mick Fuller. And he said, And I'll quote, there is certainly one person in particular that we are looking closely at. I'm confident that the team who has the investigation at the moment can solve it. I truly believe that. 
he went on to say, we've never given up on finding what happened to William Tyrrell, and I've said that from day one. Uh, he also said that the first detectives on the case may have wasted, that's his word, wasted time looking into people who were clearly not linked to the boy's disappearance seven years ago. Uh, he said the investigation was looking at some persons of interest that were clearly not persons of interest, and I think some time was wasted on that and bushland is overgrown. But a new team on board inherited what was a bit of a mess and have cleaned up that investigation. They've got a clear strategy. They've been meticulously pulling apart this matter and they're going back to revisit some of those, some of these locations with new technology. Now, that may not seem very emphatic, but it really is. Um, <clears throat> in a murder investigation, obviously police and senior police in particular are very guarded about what they say. But here, uh, Fuller is actually referring to what we can surmise a very long period of wasted time going up investigative cul-de-sacs that amounted to nothing. And it would seem now that the prime suspect in this case, uh, and I'll simply just paraphrase uh, what the Daily Telegraph has written, has published, uh, the chief suspect in the disappearance of William Tyrrell has had a child removed from her custody as a major police search recommences for the missing toddler's body. And what that child having been removed from her custody means relates to William Tyrrell's sister and police have taken an AVO out against the foster mother of William Tyrrell and his sister and they've taken out the AVO in relation to an alleged assault. There may, may even be charges of common assault directed against the foster mother and that matter will be heard in Hornsby Court shortly. And I suppose I should go on to say right now that this podcast may not may not live very long um, because if uh, if uh, anyone is to be charged, we would need necessarily to take it to take down the podcast. That would happen in the case of all media that once uh, once charges are laid and a criminal trial is underway, then uh, we would need to take this podcast down. And those charges may take hours or as little as hours or, or, or maybe days and possibly weeks. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um, there are a number of really significant things in relation to this matter. We are de dealing with deep allegations firstly, but it would seem that what we do know is that William Tyrrell disappeared from the site of his foster mother at around 10.30 and at 11.10 police were first summoned and then Homicide uh, squad detectives were there three hours later. <coughs> there was, as I say, a considerable search of the scene, but we have to wonder just where that search took place. We do know that an old and uh, a veteran of a veteran of the New South Wales Police uh, Force, uh, a blood-smelling dog, uh, was brought into the scene very early on that day and was able to discover, was able to pick up the scent of the little boy, William Tyrrell, uh, around the property, but could find no scent beyond the property. And that's really significant. Perhaps someone should have listened a little bit more to that dog, and we'll talk about some of the things that matter, some of those things that, that, that arise from that. But that leads you to two possibilities, that 
the child was either abducted just off the premises or that child came to some harm on the premises. Now, when we start thinking about the possibility of an abduction, uh, we need to think about the scene itself. And the grandmother lived in a, a dead-end road uh, some distance from the town of Kendall, with about 15, a town of about 1,500 people. Uh, there was, uh, across the road, there was rather thick bush, um, you know, sort of coastal scrub that you get around that area very thick, very dense, often very scratchy. Uh, there were, it must be said, you know, when you've got a three-year-old boy possibly stumbling into that kind of bushland, you would expect, and searchers did not find, did not find, scraps, fragments of clothing on trees, on bushes, etc. None of that was found. So it indicates, as I say, two possibilities, that the boy came to some harm on the property or was abducted on or near the property. Now, the possibility of abduction, an abduction of this kind is, is often done as a sort of compulsive or impulsive move by uh, a person not known to the family or to William. Uh, that would indicate that a car had come off the highway, had proceeded into the town of Kendall, come into a dead-end road in thick scrub, and at 10.30 in the morning in broad daylight, abducted a child where neighbours' properties, sort of one-acre property per, per house, uh, could have seen them. And, and again, one looks at that and has to say initially on that early information, that seems a very unlikely event. So that leaves us with the possibility that the boy came to some harm on the property on the day he went missing. Uh, 10.30 is the time that the um, 